0: Hello and welcome to the Get Around a Podcast. I'm Ben Gray, and alongside me, as they always are, we have Zach Mankin and Tim Pereira. Today, we're talking NBA season preview, five games of the week as per usual. But first, an interesting week in the NFL, a lot of storylines to take away. Uh, the first one for me that actually happened today, as we're recording, was the Bengals just beat the Steelers. Mm. Like, what? Yeah,
1: what is up with that? Like... That was the one game this week that I thought was a lock. Steelers going to get the dub after a couple of L's. then but... Bengals, eh? It's amazing what happens when you're out of tank quarterback.
2: Board. I know. They, they get Joe, Joe Burrow. He goes down. And then Ryan Finley comes in and absolutely tears up. 89 yards, 6.8 average, one touchdown. QBO of 79.2. And he beat the 11 <laughs> and now three Pittsburgh Steelers. That is crazy.
0: Ugh! insane. It's all because Juju can't stop dancing on
2: the damn logos. Oh D- just, he's got to stop, man. To get he's got to how, <laughs> how good was him getting lit up as soon as he did that? Like halfway mm-hmm. through a game, forced fumble, absolutely smacked. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: God. God. That's what happens. One thing. It's one, thing, happens, it's one thing to
1: dance on like the Bengals logo. Like anyone thinks the Bengals are a threat, but to then dance on it and then lose... <laughs> is oh, man. as you add his bad Juju and to have 15 receiving That's yards, 15 receiving yards as well to top it off. Oh. Come on,
0: man. Oh. Come on, Juju. Man. You're better than that, man. You're better than yeah, that. Better and than it's that. just like you were saying before, it really, you, you really think that because the Bengals aren't in this whole tank ball race, that they're just trying to win games here and there. Uh, you speak as someone who is in the tank ball race, who is dreading having won this week. Uh, the New York Jets somehow won a game? Again, I feel like we have... That's another that's another game where I thought it was a bit of a lock when I saw it come up in the pick'em. I went, surely that's an easy Rams win, but...
1: 17-point underdogs. Do you know how hard it is to lose a game when you're a 17-point favourite? That is unbelievable. It's... Come
0: on, man. When you don't have, just, what's his
1: I... name, Andrew guys losing your games, it's amazing what you can accomplish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just feel I kind of feel bad for that organization and more so that fan base because they can't lose, like they can't. Sorry, they can't stop losing. As in, they either lose games or they lose a franchise quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Oh gosh! But like, the other, I mean, he yeah. he he he's paid him. Like a lot of people are thinking, this is this is the best prospect since Peyton Manning, and Ugh. and he could be the savior for the Jets, although. I mean Sam Darnold was quite a highly touted um quarterback and that didn't really amount to anything. So this could be good for Trevor, but it sure isn't good for the Jets. Is it good for Trevor? Because now it's 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 Jackson. Yeah, is that is that any better? Like, I mean I'm, I see. Yeah. At least they've been at least they've been to a conference championship in what the last 5 years. At least they've got some sort of I guess they've got some sort of Direction in terms of the front office, you know they they've kind of re- fully rebuilt. I mean, you know Blake Bortles, not Blake. Bortles, yeah, they, well they got rid of Blake Bortles. They got Gardner Minshew, who showed some sort of oh yeah uh, the king the king M- Minshew magic. But I think I think them kind of blowing it all up. They it, it sucks because you know Trev Trev's probably in a really good position to get a team any team with a good foundation to the um, Super Bowl in his first four years when he's on the when he's on his rookie contract, but going into the Jags or or even if he went to the Jets, it's just not there's not enough talent around him.
1: Yeah, but like if you're going to lose games as an NFL quarterback and be out of the league in three years, at least do it in style in the Big Apple. If I'm going to lose games, <laughs> do not send me to lose games in Jacksonville, Florida. Christ! Oh. But then again, if you're in Jacksonville, the only thing you can do to have fun is win. That's the other thing. <laughs> But isn't the other bloke alright? Um, What's his name? Uh, my college football knowledge is Paul. Justin Fields.
2: Justin Fields. Surely. Yeah. Like, but that's not a bad no calculation.
1: Yeah, but it's like the Zion Darmeran thing. It's as long as you're not the third pick, you're okay. The top two picks seem. Who had the third pick there? Who had the third uh, pick there? When RJ's. The... We're actually going to talk about it when we talk about <laughs> playoff teams, but RJ is set out for a breakout year. <laughs> <laughs> Do not get me started.
0: But no, like, uh, Justin Fields. Like, okay. That's what I got. It's not bad. Well, that's the thing with this whole Jets winning a game and now losing the number one pick, uh, which I just think is hilarious. Is now they're at the number two pick. Is do they, you know, maybe trade down and try and actually build around Sam Darnold and maybe give him an offensive line and actually give him some weapons to, to throw to and play football with? Like now that it feels like Jacksonville. Aren't going to mess this one up, surely not, not
2: right? Even. Oh not even you have way too much hope in Jacksonville. Oh, oh man, yep.
0: you know what? I actually, I had it's just because I think that there's a world where New York wins another game, even if Jacksonville wins another game. You, like that's how, that's how little faith I have that New York can pull out getting this number one pick now.
2: <laughs> mm, I see, but I just I can't see. I mean, they've had three years to build around Sam. True.
1: But to be and, fair, and what, what, when they when he started last year. They had a winning. He was he had a winning record as a quarterback when he played last year, Mister Sam Darnold. So like he, you could do Look, it. He's it's talented.
2: possible. He's he's talented. He and on the other team, you know, you give him a couple of years under a good quarterback on a low on a low contract, and he's going to be one of those. I think I remember speaking. You know, I remember us talking about this a couple of weeks ago. He could easily be one of those quarterbacks who brings the um uh, their team to the the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I mean, talking about a uh, quarterback who are trying to bring their t- uh, <laughs> trying to bring their team to a Super Bowl. I mean, we're obviously the Jets were frustrated with the win this week. Part of me, as a Bears fan, I felt a little bit frustrated with the fact that now the Bears keep winning, um, and the fact that Mitchell Trubisky, actually more particularly, keeps winning us games.
1: As a um, yeah, as a non-Bears fan, it's perfect. It's, I'm looking at this to go, he either wins out and the Bears lose in the first round of the playoffs, or from here, like, even if you lose all your games, you're still going to end up with probably the 15th pick, which, if all the mock drafts are half correct, you'll probably get the fifth choice of quarterback, which is pretty funny. And Trubisky's playing well enough where I want Trubisky's getting a bag. Trubisky is getting a bag from the Chicago Bears. The nine, on, the $100 million man himself, Mitchell Trubisky. I cannot wait. Tim, please tell I me. I
0: cannot wait. Tim, please tell me that's not going to happen. Tim, oh, please happening. tell me that's not going to happen.
2: Ben, Ben, Ben. ben. Uh, uh, you know what? No, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he's shown oh, enough God. this season. I don't think he's shown enough this season. Also, I think with Nick Foles on the team and with him having, what, $20 million a year, I think they just don't really want to put that much money into a quarterback contingent or quarterback group i know i know if he wins a couple more games there's going to be hype around it but you can't i feel like the bears can't live in the moment here i've got faith give him send him an email send the front office (laughs)
0: an email ben yeah you're about to say you have to Chicago Bears front office that's not Uh, a that's not not, something you have anymore if
1: Mitchell Trubisky gets the Bears to the playoffs the best of playoffs oh. by winning the last what four straight to make it in. Yeah. Come on, yes. man. And it would include a week 17 win against the Packers.
2: Oh, if oh. that if that hap- if that happens.
1: Come on, man. 100 billion
2: oh, Ben, yeah. I'm sorry, but Trubomsky's he, <laughs> He's he coming, may baby. he may have something. I don't look, I don't think I don't think he gets as big as as big of a bag, but he gets paid. Like he wouldn't be a top paid quarterback, no, just... but he he probably he'd probably be a you know, around the level, just under Jared Goff, that kind of level. Yeah, look how good that and that's gone, oh, and that's gone pretty Jared well. Goff, that's gone pretty man. well. I hate Jared Goff. You know, you're looking at 100 million over five, four years, so 25 per <laughs> oh.
0: 25 per year. God, man, I just see you later. <sighs> good
1: defense. Can't afford that anymore. That's gone. Oh, but on, in man.
2: saying that, Ben, in saying that, a lot of people are thinking that Trey Lance might fall. And the reason why they're thinking is because he hasn't really had that big of a, um, you know, no, there's not hasn't... a lot.
0: There's not a lot of film to look at.
2: With no. I mean, he, but I believe. I, oh, believe. Well, I think he, he's pretty, I believe in Trey. Well, he's a raw prospect, <laughs> but I believe in Trey. <laughs> and if, if any, if any organization is going to be able to, you know, really, really show his potential, it's definitely, it's the definitely Bears. the Bears. I
1: guess playing under Trubisky as well. Like what better teacher to have than Mitchell Trubisky to play under? That's gonna be awesome. So or you lose all your games so, from here and you get rid of Trubisky and you don't get a good pick because you've probably won too many games. You'll get like you'll get the fifth choice quarterback. Which could be good. Could be good.
0: Well, you know, I just
1: Like Trubisky just... was the first choice quarterback, so <laughs> you, <could> just, <laughs> you never know. You could Oh, oh man. man We just love to say it. Yeah, do you know
2: what I uh, do you know what I also love to see? What the, the Falcons play? I love watching the Falcons play. I love oh, watching the Falcons tough, get up in a big lead.
1: It's so tough. I've and I
2: love I love the fact that they would they were up seventeen nil against Tom Brady. Surely they would just be thinking, you know what? Let's close this out. Let's let's smack him around. Let's you know let's let's make him not pay for the Super Bowl because that was just disgustingly embarrassing. But at least kind of get one back on him. <laughs>
1: God, they've lost four games this year when they've had a 95% or higher chance of winning in the fourth quarter do you understand statistically do you know how hard that is to do that's like 0.2% chance four times so they should because if I think about it if someone said at the start of the year at this point of the year the Falcons are going to be an eight and eight team I'd be like yeah that is about what I think the Falcons (laughs) are but There's just something in there's something about the Atlanta Falcons in fourth quarters and specifically Tom Brady in which it just never ends well, man. That's a tough that's probably the worst out of the year. God, that is horrible. That's
2: tough because if they what would would they be? They would be well, they'd be eight and eight, they'd be a 500 team, yeah.
1: So I feel like where they should be,
2: yeah. But uh, that's
0: hard, man. Every time I think about the fact that I have it hard as a Bears fan, I think at least I'm not a Falcons fan. That's just yeah. the heartbreak since losing yep. that, that Super Bowl. It just doesn't stop. To be It really sucks to be Xander. It sucks Zander. to be Xander. Shout out, Xander. It sucks to be you, bro.
1: See, at least the Bears aren't good enough to even make it to the Super Bowl and like build your spirits up. They've just kept being average. But the Falcons yeah. had that moment. Mm. Matt Ryan, MVP. It's kind like, of like the
0: Ravens with Lamar Jackson, right? Well, you guys are no. just going to be mediocre for so long and never really make the Super Bowl. So it's kind of like we're in the same boat where, where uh, our teams just don't win uh, playoff I disagree games. Because, it's, it's, well, I because... pretty awesome. Well,
1: I saw a Super Bowl only, what, six years ago. So again, yeah, I'm but, still in the honeymoon you know, I, I said phase. with Lamar
0: Jackson. I said with Lamar Jackson, you know what I mean? So Lamar Jackson, who torched be... one
1: of the best defenses in the league this weekend absolute king <laughs> <laughs> throwing dimes well, out there he was throwing dimes. <laughs> cannot stop hey him fair
2: hard. enough C- congratulations over 240 yards did he get the double he threw over 200 yards yeah, yeah. i think it was like wow. the second time this season wow is it really his
1: second that's time i didn't even know that was a first <laughs> that's, that's impressive a...
2: <laughs> that's a
0: mediocre man right there hold
1: on did he get another double triple triple
2: He did. Oh, actually, he only had
1: thirty-five rushing yards. The the, the versatility. The versatility. God, you just don't know what you're
2: getting with him. One week he's going to go one hundred for one hundred. The next, two forty and thirty.
1: Is this a good time for me to bring up with probably Super Bowl dark horses? The way we're playing at the moment. (laughs) Come on, mate, we're flying. We, you get us in the playoffs. Wouldn't want to verse us
0: because your
2: schedule is quite easy to finish off, yeah. Isn't yeah, it it? Giants and, and then what? You'll be a plucky someone. You'll be a plucky seven seed.
0: Oh no, Tim! The Giants are a hard team, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Seahawks. The, sea, oh, the yeah, Seahawks beat yeah, yeah. them though. Yeah. Or no!
2: Hey, look, look! Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has those days. <laughs> oh. Everyone, everyone, everyone knows what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Nobody's oh. perfect. So, Nobody's team that, perfect. That, that,
0: a team that is feeling definitely not perfect this year is—it's got to be the Pats. I mean, uh, and I'd love to say I feel bad, but the years that they've—the the amount of good years that they've had—I don't feel bad at all that they're missing the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, and for yeah. Pats fans, this is this is what they think down years are. They have no idea what real down years are. It's go ask a Bengals, oh, a Bengals no. fan. Like, this is their version oh, no. of a down year. Like, let's be honest, Pats are probably going to trade up. They're going to find the best quarterback in the draft when no one else does. And we're going to be back for another... I've still got unfortunate aspirations that the Patriots draft a good quarterback and begin the next 10 years of dominance under Belichick.
0: Look, yeah, well, well you know, I... they could pick up like a plucky little Mac Jones maybe in the second oh, round or... Mate.
2: Mac. Even though even though Mac Jones is, you know, ex- like he's got so much talent around him, him with Bill a bad or, even, man. Yeah, or even Trask. it's a bad man. Kyle Trask. Oh,
0: Kyle Trask. Yeesh. There's some bad boys that, that the Patriots can pick up.
2: So here's my I, I bet I best not be hearing any Bill Belichick slander from anyone though, because that team that ha, that team nothing has gone right for them. I mean, to start off the year, Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung, um, al- along with other players, opted out of the season. I mean,
0: oh yeah, they had the most amount of opt outs of the entire league.
2: Yeah, I mean Cam Cam, this was his first year in um, with this new scheme, and plus he had COVID. They've had three pretty much 50-50 games which could have gone either way, which would put them plus 500. And the fact of the matter is they have no weapons.
0: So, so does that mean that we think that it was all Bill Belichick and not Tom Brady? Ben, no, Ben, no. that's enough out of illicit. you. It's <laughs> <laughs> your time to I mean, stop speaking. I mean, Brady's only sitting at 9-5 and five with one of the most talented rosters in the league.
2: It's his first oh, year. But it's his first year? Yes, He's exactly nine right. and five.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's a lot of talent there. A yeah. lot of talent there, man. He's also he's also
2: being like Bruce Arians' offense does not suit Brady's style. I mean, you can't be asking a 43 year old to throw the ball 50 yards, 10, 12 times a game.
1: Exactly. He's a king. He's perfect in every way.
0: Plus, um, plus, so, so he's a system quarterback.
2: Oh, Benjamin Gray. You best not be talking about the goat like me. <laughs> I'm just, I, w- I want no, to hear no Brady hear I'm just broaching
0: the subject. I'm just broaching the subject. No, you're Don't not, mind I you're you're
2: the hear the no, no am just
0: broaching the subject. Don't worry about it, man. Mm, shut your mouth now. I reckon.
1: I reckon that's enough Tom Brady talk out of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, For the Patriots, what's going to be probably my game of the year that I watch, Patriots versus Jets week 17. Just think about this. Patriots obviously don't want the Jets to get a good quarterback. So you've got two teams up against each other who are going to want to tank. And you've got Belichick's, mm. Belichick wanting to tank because he doesn't want the Jets in in the AFC. No. He doesn't want that. So no. he doesn't want Trevor doesn't Lawrence. Want
2: tri- I Dude, what I love and what I what I heard... So you know how the Rams previously, the game before, they played the Jets? No, sorry. They, so the oh, Rams Patriots. played... Um, the Patriots. Yeah. Apparently a lot of a lot of people are thinking that Bill Belichick told Sean McVay to lose that game yeah. so that Trevor Lawrence doesn't go into like you were saying oh, saying Zach, their division.
1: Chestnut checkers. Belichick, he's at it again. Oh,
2: he knows. He knows exactly Chestnut
1: <laughs> <happened>. Checkers. <laughs> God, that'd be funny if the Jets beat the Patriots. Oh, I really wish oh, I really wish the Bengals didn't win now. So they could push for the Jets to get yeah. the third spot. Really annoys me. Oh. That would be even funnier if the Jets failed to three. Oh
2: well. Although I well, it doesn't really mean anything because Cincinnati has to go for a wide receiver. Yeah. Exactly. Or offensive line. Offensive line, more likely. Yeah. True. Good Good points. Yeah. Well, shall we? Uh, shall we move on to? Looks like Ben's best segment. Ben's which the is...
1: official Ben segment. Five games of the week.
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh, that's why I say
0: I own this
1: now. I
2: own this now. <laughs> well, Tell them the
0: results from the last week, Makin. Uh, Tell them the results.
1: I'd like to point out I had four games lost by half a point. And so Were did they Tim. losses?
0: I'm st- Were they losses?
1: And Tim also had three, I believe, lost by a half point. So, probably not. Uh, you probably can't look into it too deeply. But Ben Gray, not sure how. Four or five. Suddenly, oh yeah, catap- oh yeah, catap- catapults himself back into contention for fifty percent out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so I'm at nineteen of thirty-three. Tim is at fourteen. Ben straight back up to thirteen.
0: Oh, it is- oh, Timothy, <laughs> how how the turntables? It is how tight. The it is wow. tight at the bottom. It is a tight relegation. The battle The relegation right
1: battle's going into the last week. I can feel it. <laughs> um, we'll kick it off. Big week, probably, in terms of the standings. Oh, gosh, here we go. Life-changing decisions will be made in the next 10 minutes. To kick it off, Seahawks versus Rams, where the Seahawks come in as one-and-a-half-point favourites.
2: Oh,
1: Um, God. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus one-and-a-half because it just doesn't feel right to pick a team that lost to the Jets. And... Rams are confusing. They're up and down every week. So if you've got the best version of the Rams, I probably think that's better than the Seahawks. But Seattle, they win this game at home. They clinch the division. So I think Russ, Danger Russ will be motivated. So I'm going to take Seahawks minus one and a half.
2: Man, I hate the Seahawks. Yeah, you do. God. I remember I told you yesterday, I'm getting so frustrated with this team. Oh my God. But I am going to actually disagree, Zach. I'm going to go wow. Rams plus one and a half only because I can't be disappointed. Only because I can't be disappointed. I either win. Oh, if the Seahawks win by
1: one, that'd be pretty funny.
2: Or win yeah, by two. Be- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go Rams plus one and a half only because hopefully there's no way I can be disappointed this week.
0: Wow. Every every decision from now on holds so much weight. And uh, now it feels like I'm just picking directly against Tim. In order to get this last spot, but I'm going to take the Seahawks at one and a half. Oh, gosh. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I'm going to take the Seahawks only because of the fact that they can clinch the division here. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't have taken them. Is it allowed
1: to yeah. not pick your own team? I don't think that's ever happened before. Uh, I'm sure uh, that was a rule that I'm, you had
0: to.
2: I'm pretty sure Ben's not bed down a <laughs> lot of times. No, he bears no, down no, pretty I've consistently.
0: <laughs> I
1: No,
2: no, bear no. no, bear no. Bear I, I promise down. you, there has been I a think, couple times where you have not. Most, bear most of my down. losses
0: to the fact that I bear down. I was going to say so.
1: Ben's thirteen <laughs> of thirty-three. At least half of that is because he goes for the Bears. Well, fine.
2: <laughs> I'll change my pick to Seattle minus one and a half. No, you don't get to change
1: it. No, 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 no.
2: Okay, that's fine.
1: Oh, that's fine. All right. Don't you worry. Um, Oh, next one. Okay. This one I didn't even write anything for because I had absolutely no idea who to go for. So I'm going to swing it to the betting master himself bed to kick it off. Packers versus Titans. And we have the Titans coming in as three and a half point
0: underdogs. I think there are two things in life that are (laughs) inevitable, right? One of them, taxes. Of course, you got to do your taxes. And two... It's that King Henry's big, brolic legs are going to run over whatever defense comes in front of him. So I'm taking the Titans with an easy three and a half. Thank you very much. I did
1: not think you were going to say big, brolic legs. No. <laughs> it's got to, If you mention the Titans, be prepared for big, brolic legs. That's just uh, what's yeah. going to happen. Tim, what are your See, thoughts? I'm in such a...
2: Uh, I'm so torn because I want to bet against Ben, but I can't argue with the fact. And that's... Derrick Henry is a bad boy. He a bad boy. Even though the Packers have a bad man, Derrick Henry, he, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to agree with you, Ben. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Titans plus three.
1: I see. I think, I think the Packers will win the game, but three and a half points for Tennessee just, just doesn't sit well with me. And because you two have, and I've got the lead strategy, I'm going to go Titans plus three and a half because I'm extremely torn. And, as you said, you can't argue with some big brother legs.
0: Yep, that's facts.
1: Moving on to well, different one, different field to this one now. Steelers versus Colts. Ooh, um, Colts come in as one point underdogs, and look, I understand people think the Steelers will eventually turn the tide. They were they were eleven and zero at one point, but whatever that team was, they don't exist anymore, and. I just think the Colts have more to play for. They're still fighting for their division. Steelers can't really do much more now from where they are. So I'm going to take the Colts and the point.
2: Yep. Completely agree. Don't really need to say anything else besides uh, in, in faith. Uh, I, I trust Philip Rivers and his nine children.
1: <laughs> do not say that ever again. <laughs> do not say That's that.
2: That's one of the worst score um, takes
1: I've heard. <laughs>
2: do not. Uh,
0: it's a hard one because both of these teams are kind of boring to me. Yeah. Um, so it's it's I don't really have an exciting factor that makes me want to grip onto it. Um, Steelers obviously have an incredible defense, but you know what? I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go to the Colts. I'll take the, I'll take the Colts on a point. Typical.
2: Right. I was really I was really hoping Ben, you would start going for a couple of different ones because I'm not confident on that Seahawks bet.
0: Tough.
1: See, yeah, tough. that's
2: the tactic here. Is I can I
0: can now hold with you. and and hope that I get the Seahawks.
1: No, but yeah, but exactly. But if you don't get that one and you hold, then you're screwed. This is the, the, these are the things. Game four, oh, Cowboys versus Eagles. Division, rivalry, Philly come in as one and a half point. Road favorites, um, tough one, but I don't think the Cowboys having won their last two really means that much. They're versus two pretty mediocre teams. So I'm going to take Philly minus one and a half I uh, just think the Eagles are going to come in with nothing really to lose because they're happy with, with what they found in Jalen Hurts and they're not like the Super Bowl threats anyways. But Cowboys, it's a bit of a mess. Andy Dalton ain't it. So I'm going to take Philly minus one and a half.
2: Yeah, I think the Eagles are better coached. I also think Jalen Hurts is playing outstanding football for, you know, the only being a starting quarterback for the last two weeks. So I agree. Yeah,
0: Jalen Hurts is playing incredibly well. The Cowboys have a bad defense. It's just a perfect storm for Jalen to have another good game. So I'm taking the Eagles as well. Fly Eagles, fly. Fly Eagles, fly. fly,
1: Eagles, fly. Uh, last game. This one's gonna. This one sits quite personally with me regarding the Ravens' playoff push. Raiders versus <laughs> Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins come in as two and a half point favorites, and I'm gonna take Raiders plus two and a half. Because I oh need God, because I need them to win. And there is literally no other metric I have except for I really need the Raiders to win. And a bit of magic Mariota. I can feel it. Second time around. I need it, man. I need it. So I'm gonna take Raiders plus two and a half.
2: I'm going to have to disagree. As much as I love Redonation and you know, Raidenation stand up, but I think I think the Dolphins are playing for so much more, and I also think they're a much better team, so I'm going Dolphins.
0: Yeah, I was really hoping you'd go Raider Nation there, Tim, because I want the Dolphins too. It's two a time, baby. It's two a time. It's going to be against, and the Raiders, you know, Mariota time, whatever, but it was against the Chargers defense. That's really not that good. Um, so go, you got to take the Dolphins. This is an easy pick.
1: <sighs> yeah, I know. And then five games of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I have to. I have to go Raiders. I need to will it to existence.
0: So so really, this week, I'm just hoping for a Seahawks win.
1: Which is ridiculous to think. We actually want Seattle to win, and Tim wants them to lose. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Does Seattle win, or is it Seattle lost by only one? No,
1: Seattle has to win by two or more.
0: Oh, crap. Surely they don't win by
1: one. Surely they don't win by oh, one. Oh my God, I hate
0: that. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I think we're sitting okay,
1: we'll okay. here. We'll okay. Well, NBA season kicks off tomorrow, Wednesday here, our big season. And we're going to go through, preview the season a little bit. We've already done the last couple of weeks, but we'll start with probably the biggest question on everyone's mind. Um, Who will be the worst team in the NBA for the (laughs) 2020-2021 season? Because a lot of good contenders, a lot of front officers doing their best to be, to put themselves in position to win this coveted best chance at the first pick. And look, I'll start with you, Ben. Um, Considering you and I are pretty experienced in the being the worst team
0: in the league Mm. race, who you got? (sighs) We know the bottom of the league like the back of our oh, hand, really. We know what it takes, the grit, the grind, the yeah. mentality. And I think no other team is more equipped to be bad than the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, right pick. The Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers, as they have been since um, LeBron James has left, they're not a good team. Their roster is looking ugh, bad, uh, to say the least. I think when your star players, Kevin Love, and it's not, you know, five, six years ago, you're going to have a problem. Um, you know, they just got rid of Tristan Thompson, who was also an incredibly good player. They're relying on that pretty awful backcourt in Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Uh, I mean, I guess Isaac Okoro is a nice addition in the draft, but, oh man, this is this is not a good team. It's, this is not a good team at all.
1: Yeah, that's a it's a bad team. There's no doubt about it. Um. Similar thinking to you, but in the end, I went for the Detroit Pistons because uh, if you take out Blake and D-Rose, which I think will happen throughout the year, they will both go. Because I think yes. that's the plan. They are definitely the worst team in the league. Like, with a 100%. There's not even any good young people, really. Um, Ugh. They just truly suck from top to bottom. And the fans hate the team. The league hates the team owner. They, they've actually started petitions to get rid of the Detroit Pistons owner, Tom Gores. For a variety of reasons and most importantly they're a combination of untalented and they're also an organization that is trying to lose Cavs have got some young pieces so they're going to try and win even though they won't same with the Knicks but Pistons are the other side of the coin they want to lose so in that in mind Detroit Pistons congratulations
0: well wow, yeah I just pulled up the Detroit Pistons roster it's that is... it's a, a train oh.
1: wreck doesn't really do it justice
0: I don't even – oh, my gosh. I forgot that some of these people still played. It makes me feel sick. <laughs> oh, it actually makes me – yeah, D-Rose. Who's that D-Rose guy? Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Tim, hurry up and do your pick.
2: <laughs> well, if we're going to go on the kind of – well, we're looking at teams that are wanting to lose and also their roster is just kind of nothing. I've gone the OKC Thunder. I mean, yeah. Why? what's the point? You've spent this whole offseason getting picks – Trading away pa- players, you're looking to lose. You're looking to get some quality players in the draft next year, which is deep, as uh, you know. You both keep saying. I mean, Shagajis Alexander is your best player, and he's a you know he's a great young talent. But besides that, what you got, Lou Dort? Great, Lou uh, Dort. Great, great name, Lou Dort. <laughs> great name. And, and then you've got you've got Al Horford, who's probably the worst or one of the worst contracts in the league. I mean, and the rest, I think, you know, you've got Trevor Ariza. You've got just, um, you know, you've just got kind of role players for the rest, filling out the rest of the spots. So I just don't see OKC doing anything this year.
0: My only thing with OKC is that Shea is going to want to put up numbers no matter what. And I even think Al Horford might want to put up numbers. Uh And and OKC might want Al Horford to put up numbers so they can do something similar to what they did with Chris Paul in that they bring him in, show that he still has some worth and trade him away for some more picks. You know, yeah. I get, I get it, I get it. He's he's old and he wasn't very good, but you know, this team has this team has an identity. I think is what they have going for them, or as opposed to a team like the Pistons. Gosh, man, I don't even know yeah. who they are. See, that's my yeah. thing with
1: it is like the Thunder it's in their culture to win. I think even if it's going to fade away with how bad the team's probably going to be the next few years, they've still got the remnants of the good teams. And I think that culture kind of sticks around. But then you cross the pond to the Pistons and the Cavs. There is nothing about those two organisations that has a culture of winning, really. And I just think for me, that was
2: uh, But they've also got a new coach. I just don't see any roster continuity. I just... Look, I completely understand. And it's completely, you know... (laughs) any of the three teams that we've just said they're all great picks. Have a shot. They've got yeah. they're all great picks. They all have a shot. I just think OKC doesn't have some of the talent that and I don't I'm using talent solely in, yes, in this sense. But that the Cavs and um more so the Pistons with Blake and you know um D-Rose D-Rose uh <laughs> that that they do. But yeah, no. Any, any of those three, if there was a bet to be put on, Oof. solid picks. Solid I mean, picks.
0: Now, Mankin, this one, this one. How, about, how do you feel about the possibility of your Knicks um, challenging for that worst team in the league spot? Because there has been a lot of talk that that is an actual possibility. How do you it's feel about it? It's just not.
1: That? It is just not a possibility. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are some – I understand the Knicks. We're not – I'll be honest. We'll probably not be able to win a championship this year and probably next year. You reckon – it wasn't easy, but I think so. Probably a, a plucky four seed. But <laughs> the thought that people think that we're actually worse than the Pistons and the Cavs is outrageous. Yeah, and that's pretty. Wrong. Wasn't happy. At least I look at us, and at least we're going in a direction. Uh, so we're starting from the bottom, but we're going in the upwards direction. Good young pe- mm-hmm. Good young pieces. A coach who I am reasonably bullish on. Even though you might have something different to say about Tom Thibodeau, Ben, oh with your experience, god. but
0: oh my god,
1: I think we're going in the right direction, and we're going to want to play hard. Like, compared to the other two teams, like I think we are going to play hard. And by the way, Emmanuel quickly, our second round draft pick, is a baller. I actually think for the first time ever, we've drafted someone good late. Pro- I promise you, Emmanuel quickly, he will start for us on opening night for the Knicks. That man is a he's a beast. So I think we're going to be a lot better than people think. I'm telling you, man.
0: Okay, Nick down. Nick down. Nick okay. down. Okay. Is that is that what we're going with now? Yeah,
1: it's a work in progress. We'll think of a better one work though, it. when it matters. But okay,
0: I'm
1: telling you. Well, while while we've got the subject of playoff teams on our mind, um, we've all what? Well, so we've all gone and picked who we think the 16 playoff teams will be. Um, we'll start in the West. Timothy, who? What are your eight for the playoffs in the
2: West? Yes. Did you want these in order, or did you just want my eight? Well, surprise me. Well, all right. Well, I'm gonna go Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Mavs, Golden State, Trailblazers, Utah, and Suns in no particular order. So you've got. Did you have no Jazz in there? No, I did. Utah.
1: You... So hang on. You had Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, Utah, Lakers. Dallas, Trailblazers, Suns, Warriors, Suns
2: and Warriors. Yep. Yeah.
1: Interesting Okay I had one change I had the Pelicans in for the Suns mm, Okay But the rest The other um, seven were the same
0: I I didn't have the Warriors in there
1: Yeah
2: Whoa. I thought one
1: of us would
0: Well I didn't have the Warriors in there And I had the Grizz I had the oh, Bears Oh please Bear down baby Bear down <laughs>
2: Oh bear! Oh, that is outrageous <laughs> <laughs> You have
0: got to be kidding me the Grizzlies, uh, the Grizzlies. Why? Just, just another step, man. It's just another step. That's all it is for them. Just a little tiny step.
1: You're taking Jarrett and Jackson over Steph.
0: Washed, washed Steph. Oh. No, don't you yeah. <laughs> come on. You man. know what? I actually think that I, I actually thought that um the Suns would be the least likely out of the ones that I put in order to get in. I I know Chris Paul has shown it that he's he's got what it takes to lead a bad team in, but I just I'm always sus of young teams yeah. and their ability to gel with a dog, dog. like Chris Paul, because um, there isn't enough vets on that Suns team, so yeah. it's very young, and so I still I, I that's the, I doubt the Suns more than I doubt the Warriors or the Grizzlies,
2: mm. and um, I I understand where you're coming from, I understand where you're coming from in that sense, but. My thought process is we've underestimated Chris Paul before and look what happened last year.
1: Yeah, but now Paul, yeah, now but- we see him coming. Now it's you're not gonna surprise anyone this year because like Do we we're, we're, snuck now, up on we're
2: now underestimating him. Well You know what I mean? Like it's exactly the same thing. It's like look. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I don't see the Grizzlies getting there just because I don't think they have enough enough talent. Um, anything. I don't like. I don't oh, I like to forward. say. I don't like to say the Pelicans just because. Yeah. Z- this Zion stuff needs to stop. I mean, he's good, but he he's a second year player. Like he ain't Brom, Brom.
1: <laughs> He ain't Brom, Brom Well said.
2: Yeah, I had the Pelicans in there because I just.
1: I think last year they had their expectations were just way too high. I think this year you've still got the talent that they had last year, but a bit lower expectations. They're going to be able to just kind of ease themselves in. Like last year they had the most absurd amount of national TV games for a team Mm. that was a 13 seed. Like it was just absurd. I think this year they're going to be back to the good old Pelicans, plucky, you know, fighting fighting for the eight seed. And I think they'll get it. There's a lot of talent on that team.
2: There is a lot of talent. I was just going to say they've got a nice roster or a nice young. Compared to the
1: Grizzlies, like some dumb idiots. What the hell?
0: I can't wait to clip this and show it to you at the end of the season when the Grizz bear down are in the playoffs. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Grizzlies won't even be higher than the Timberwolves, Ben. (laughs) Oh <laughs> how... so, so unless the Timberwolves the are the Timberwolves. seven seed, which... Oh my god, you have so much, you have such, so much faith in such a bad team. I don't team
1: have faith rules, in the Timberwolves, man. I'm just so against the Grizzlies. And oh, that's... You pick You're a just
2: team? a hater, man. You are just a hater. So you've picked the Timberwolves over the Grizzlies.
1: I've gone Timberwolves to finish higher than the Grizzlies.
2: Because mm, I think the Grizzlies
1: will stupid. be what the Sacramento Kings were last year, which is a team that we've got close to the 8th seed. Now everyone, like, again, you won't be able to sneak up on teams in the schedule. People are going to be circling you a bit more. So they're going to lose more. And I think the T-Wolves, it's a good for, it's a good three players. I'm taking, I'm just taking that. They're not going to be good. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be a 10 seed. And I think the Grizzlies will be lower than a 10 seed. So stupid. I'm stupid. You think the Grizzlies will be an 8 so seed? Imagine being stupid. I mean, that so stupid.
0: So stupid and ugly. Like, You're so stupid hey, ugly, hey, and ugly. Hey, hey, no, hey. Zachary, Zach that is not ugly. You... <laughs> pick a struggle. Pick a struggle, man. Ben, pick a struggle.
1: Ben, You're the one part. who's picked a struggle. Ben,
2: <laughs> ben oh, you take Your whole he is be not struggle, Ben.
1: Don't you? Uh. <laughs> <sighs> so, do we want to
0: yeah. move
1: over to the East? <laughs> oh, I've completely forgot about the East. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll kick it off. I'll kick off. We've got the... So, this is the eight teams of the playoffs, by the way. We have the Milwaukee Bucks, the Nets, yep. Yep. Celtics, Heat 76ers, Raptors, Wizards, Pacers.
2: Wow. Interesting. I've got the exact same exact same lineup in the exact same order. Oh, Not that necessarily so that is the order, but like That's my order. Yeah.
1: I'll say it. That's my order. Yeah. Wizards
0: seven seed, pacers eight seed. Here we go, Ben. Uh... So uh, the only thing I change. The only play. thing I change is is the magic ahead of who? Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, a-,
0: a magic ahead of the wizards. No.
2: Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. I think.
0: I. I don't think that they did anything wrong this off season. I think they just kept the same core, adding in a nice young piece in Cole Anthony at the guards, which is a position that they needed help with. Mm. I think they're not a good team. I, I don't think any of the teams at the bottom of the East are good. No. Mm. Um. Like when I was picking the, this like six seven eight one, I was kind of like, ugh, this sucks. Um, I also had Hornets as a possible play in. Uh, I think yeah. there is a world. I think there's a world where the Hornets are a play in. You know back, that's a nice backcourt. Devonte Graham, Lamelo Ball. Mm. Um, one one is a a scorer. One's a one's a passer.
1: Like I could get that, but like you're saying, the Wizards end up a ten seed. Mm. But my thing is the Wizards... Oh no, you
0: can still be you can't you still play in at the tenth seed as long as you're four games from the um eight seed?
2: Yeah, I think so. So you're picking because yeah. you have to you have to beat him once. So you have to beat the, the, the ninth seed, I think, twice. Yeah,
0: so it's just a harder road to get into the playoffs. Yeah. But-, but like the wizards. Oh, I reckon I reckon yeah. that eight eight, nine, ten is is very interchangeable. But
2: Wizards were a yeah. nine seed
1: or a ten seed without, last year without yeah. Ruther Westbrook. And like I'm not saying Westbrook's yeah. got a light the world on fire but like i i back him in the east the bottom of the east i back him to get the wizards into the eight
2: i do think i do think i prefer the the roster Not, i know i know the wizards have you know two incredible players and two superstars or at least two stars but i do kind of back the the roster of the hornets a little bit more in terms of depth
1: not yet not yet. i guess give it a
0: year give it a year I kind of like again. The start, again, like, I don't like, like like that you you have in Charlotte. Like if I was playing two K, that's a nice roster that I'd like to build oh, yeah. around.
2: Yeah, that'd be a nice little uh, my my GM or my league. That'd be a
0: nice little my GM roster that they got going on there. But
2: I think yeah, I think I mean... Washington is the I think Washington has to be in the eighth. eighth yeah, I just eighth, think you but... got it.
0: That's disrespectful. Bradley Beal and Ruff. Who covers do nine Ben? Uh, well, it was magic. sort of
2: the Magic. That's right. No, yeah, magic,
0: the, would, the, magic, magic were eight. Magic was the eight. So he had Hornets nine. Hornets nine. Wizards ten.
2: So wow. So disrespectful.
0: Yeah, you heard it here first, man. You heard it here and first. I don't game. mind the
2: Magic because I think I think there is some, you know, there's some magic, definite talent. Yeah, there's magic in the air. Yeah, there's magic in yeah. the
0: air. And every, you know, Vucevic is one of the most underrated players. He is. In the NBA. Yeah. Is he? So I feel like he's
2: probably rated It's like an I don't
1: all-star. Think he's rated. Is an all-star. He's not. He's nothing more. He's a pretty good player. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have the Bulls in there as well. That's the other thing. I was surprised you didn't have the Bulls slip in as a 10, nine, ten seed. Yeah, because I don't want them to make the playoffs. I reckon the Bulls are a decent chat for a ten seed. This
2: I can is see not that. What I want. Like, yeah, like I you, want like this. you in the chat, like you sent in the chat, Ben, Kobe White and uh, Zach Levine. And Zach Levine.
0: Ooh. Nice little backcourt. Oh, they are a nice little backcourt. I won't lie, but. This, if there's ever a draft class that I want to be a part of, it's this one. Yeah, it hurts me. This to, is a draft yeah. class that I'm going to be looking at the mocks all the all year, man.
1: Oh, yeah, this
0: is the draft class I want to be a part of. I don't want to be sitting on the outside when the lottery comes around. Trust That's me, trust saying. me.
1: It doesn't matter so, where the lottery picks are; you'll end up an eight seed. <laughs> <laughs> that lot, that ping pong ball is not even. But to be fair, like it's hard, it's tough for me to say because you and me, Ben, bond over the fact that both of our basketball teams are at the bottom of the worst conference. But I think you've I think you've grown above grown above that now with the Bulls. I think you're in the sneaky playoff um I don't know what the word is, sneaky playoff. You're in the picture now with the Bulls. You're like you're not mm-hmm. in tank ball anymore. This is the world you live in where you're going to get the 10th pick okay. and hope <laughs> hope you can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You've upgraded to that level now. Oh god. Congratulations. <laughs>
2: Now making if we're gonna continue kind of the trend of teams or and your teams, the uh the New York Knicks uh, copped a bit of slack for dr- drafting uh Obi Topin this year. Did that in uh... your eyes, is there ever is there is there a chance that Obi gets rookie of the year this year?
1: Ah, uh, see, it's it's a tough one. I was completely torn on it because clearly he's the best player in the draft and <laughs> His versatility, <laughs> the energy he brings to the locker room—it's unparalleled. But again, I'm—if I had to put money on it, I probably would pick Lamelo because he just got this—he's got this look about him the way he plays that he's gonna stat. He's gonna—he's gonna be a stat stuffer. Like he's gonna be that like—he's gonna have like the high rebounds, good assist numbers. He'll get his points. He's gonna be high, very high usage rate. Obviously, Obi's not gonna be out when you've got RJ and Frank Ntilikina. There's not much ball left oh. for Obi. And and Julius the spin cycle Randall, um, so once you take those two, I think Obi's just not going to get as much ball as Lamelo. High usage rate, so no Lamelo would be my rookie of the year, but Obi's a damn close second.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I think out of all the teams, it's weird Lamelo ball seems to be the only player that has like going to have the most amount of ball if you know what I mean, in terms of all these bad teams, it feels like Lamella Ball's the only one whose team is going to say you can actually do as much as possible. Yeah, You know, a player like Anthony Edwards, he's got to battle with Cat and D'Angelo Russell for the ball. James Wiseman, all he's going to be is a pick and roll man. Um, Obi, like you said, he's battling with, you know, players like um, Julius Randle just for a starting position. And, you know... And, you know, Patrick Williams, you know, he's battling with Kobe White and Zach Levine, one of the best backcourts <laughs> in the eh. NBA. I'll stop you so, right there. <laughs> um, so it's it's hard to pick anybody outside of um, LaMelo Ball. But I guess maybe even a Killian Hayes in Detroit. I but it's not a nice one. It's, it's not dumb. one that I'm confident yeah. in. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it's looking like at the moment, isn't it? Or I think a sneaky, a sneaky pick could be Cole Anthony in, in Orlando. Because like we said, Orlando it could be an alright team, um, and as a guard, it's him and Markel Fultz. But Markel Fultz is not as good of a passer as Cole Anthony is. So I think look out for Cole Anthony as well.
2: Yeah, I like the idea of Cole Anthony mainly because I just don't want Lamelo winning it, or because <laughs> or I've have heard so much hype about him. Um, who I do I in my in in my heart, or, or unfortunately reluctantly, I am picking Lamelo. But like you said, Ben. Um, Cole Anthony looks nice. He looks like he could be a real, you know, potentially, well, he was, you know, before he got injured, um, you know, one of the top picks, wasn't he? Um, Well, yeah, coming into his his college year, he was one
0: of the best prospects and just a bad, you know, a bad North Carolina team mm -hmm. and injuries just sort of let him and his stats down. But he's a much better player, and I think. Coming to the NBA, falling as low as he did, I think there's a chip on his shoulder. I think he wants to give it another crack at showing everybody how good he really is.
1: Especially when you get drafted you know I mean? behind um, Patrick Williams, that'd hurt. You get drafted <laughs> behind a guy that didn't even start in college, that'd oh hurt. That would But hurt. yeah,
2: I, I've got a weird, a weird feeling about about Cole Anthony. I think he could even be one of the better players in the drafts. You know, in this draft. In the next you know once once that kind of five year or couple year period um you know goes and you kind of see them developing more but also Halliburton. now really? i just the only reason why is because i'm looking for any excuse not to give it to Lamelo. yeah that's what it feels like and i mean <laughs> and i mean uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna struggle to get the minutes um it, you know being in sacramento i don't think he's gonna have as many uh as many minutes as he probably needs to, and as much playing time. So I, I will unfortunately have to give it to Lamello, but I don't want to. Yeah.
1: Um. We'll move on and then to is Lamello.
2: Just it's Lamello. It just it is. It's. Um. Just, he just he's an ugly motherfucker. Oh, sorry, <laughs> of course. Oh, <laughs> come wow. On, Tim.
1: Wow. Golly. Well, sweep that one under the rug. Move on to scoring champ which is mm-hmm. Harden comes in as a heavy favorite. I'm on the boat that there's way too much going on with Harden to pick him to be the scoring yeah. champ. So, which leads a pretty deep contenders field. Benjamin scoring champ. Who you got?
0: Now I actually haven't looked at the betting odds because I, you know, I'm just so strong mentally in my basketball <laughs> IQ. I sort of, I'm sure I can just pick him. Yeah, of course. Um, my two that I had, and let me know whether they were even close. Was I had Dame and Luca were my okay. two.
1: Okay, I actually think you've picked. I'll quickly get it up. I'm pretty sure you've picked two and three on the odds.
0: <laughs> which really annoys <laughs> I me. I tell you what, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I didn't, I I promise you, I didn't even look at the things. I just had a feeling Dame Trailblazers need a big year. Dame's gonna put up numbers. Luca MVP type season is, is coming coming his way, and the only way he's gonna do that is over 32 points a game. So.
2: That's why reasoning behind those two.
0: If you had to pick one,
2: I think I think the only reason why Luca may not get it is because he might be looking for that triple double, so we might focus, yeah. you know, on on passing a little bit more. Uh, Dame, that's you know that was definitely one of my picks. I also picked Steph and Giannis, and the reason why I picked Giannis is because oh I goodness. think I think Giannis to get because because of this kind of uh, I know the MVP is regular like a regular season award but i think so much is contingent on his failure or a lot of you know um a lot of pressure has been put on him because of his failure in the playoffs and not being able to you know really take that team deep so i think to get his third one and to sorry to get his third mvp in a row and to get rid of that kind of voters fatigue i think he needs to do something spectacular and that may be being a scoring leader or steph and the reason why I say Steph is because if you want to take that Warriors team anywhere, you really need to be shoot you know, scoring upwards of thirty two points a game.
0: I really like the Giannis one. I think that's a really good one. Um, just because yeah, he is going for a third MVP in a row. And I think there's a world where thirty five points per game from Giannis, you know,
2: yes. is possible. Imagine that. And I just and again I don't think I don't think Harden I don't think Harden is gonna be as productive this year.
1: Yeah. See I as as he has been. I was with your thinking with Steph. The reason I didn't have Dame or Luca is I thought what you said, team. I think Lucas, it's just not on his mind. Like, he's not thinking that coming to the season, I think. And Dame, I think Dame averaged 20 – he averaged just shy of 30 last year, and he had more He had more of a green light last year because of their injuries to shoot the ball and still only averaged 30, which is obviously insane. But, like, to win the scoring title, I think you're going to average 33, and I think he's going to be shooting the ball less than last year. So, for me, it came down to Steph Curry or – you're going to hate this or Trey Young. And the reason I that's have that. That's not even bad. Because. That's not even bad. Out of, the, out of all these NBA scorers, I think those two have the biggest green light to go and shoot the ball as many times as they want compared to all the other options. Trey averaged nearly 30 last year and just natural progression as you get better. He could easily average 32, 33, and that's his only job because definitely can't defend. So he may as well learn how to score the ball. And the same thing with well, Steph, which is, you know, green light, you are the offense. Go and score 35 a night.
0: Okay. My only thing with, because I was, admittedly, at first I was on for Trey Young. Uh, my only thing with the Trey Young one is now that, you know, there are a lot more weapons, well, a lot more. There's better weapons around Trey Young, is maybe he's now thinking about passing more, because he is also a very capable passer. So now that he has players like Bogdan Bogdanovic, Danilo Gallinari, and those such and, the, and like the young players that they have coming through who are obviously going to have another year of shooting and getting better, he's going to be able to pass the ball more. So he's not going to have to carry the whole load of getting upwards of 32, 35 points per game.
2: And is there a world where he looks
0: to get the assist title as well? Yes. yeah, That's something that could be on his radar.
1: Oh, obviously, if you've got broad. Brod. Uh, or, <laughs> or LaMelo 20, Ball. LaMelo oh. Ball is not winning the assist Part of his first year.
2: Yeah, that is a past first point guard, if ever I've seen it. you mean
1: Lonzo or Lamelo?
2: Lamelo. Wow. Is, do like you reckon Ben Simmons, Simmons has any hope? I hate Ben Simmons. I'm what? Not, but he's LeBron James. Yeah, 2 Ben
0: Simmons. Ben Simmons sucks, man. Ben Simmons, <laughs> I know suck. Having... Whoa. Ben no Simmons Lee. sucks, he's man. Suck. Stephen
2: A. Smith. Jeez, Stephen it's... A. Smith said, and I quote: If Ben Simmons gets a 3 point or a jump shot, he will be LeBron James V2. If if that brother
0: got a jumper. If
2: but he doesn't
0: so he isn't. Grr. I got oh oh
2: no. God man.
0: Bro, he's the Australian. 20, Australian.
2: Did you know he, he was he? born in Melbourne? Uh, he's the Australian is world, chosen
1: one, right? Is there him? a world yeah, where man. Ben
2: Simmons gets the defensive player of the year. And I don't know if we haven't yeah. put this on.
1: I think there is. I think I would have Anthony Davis as like the front runner. Giannis, the only thing stopping probably Giannis is people get bored of giving it to him. And then probably Ben Simmons would be up there as well.
0: But would he be the best defender on his team? Because Joel Embiid yes. would probably be rocking up. No way. Ben Simmons is Joel a better Embiid's defender a... than Joel Embiid. talking so about Joel in good
2: numbers. Does anyone think that Joel Embiid may be a MVP? Um, no. Um, nope. No one thinks Joel Embiid is going to look, look no. too No, because right. it's going to be Giannis.
1: I'd love to see Joel Embiid win it, but he
0: won't. He won't. He's not going to play enough games.
1: And like he'll average like best case scenario, he averages what like twenty eight and twelve. Giannis still has better numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like, what are we doing here?
0: And the other thing going for Giannis is that he'll most definitely be still the player who will have averaging, will be averaging the most amount of stats for his entire team. Whereas Joel Embiid, obviously Ben Simmons will average more assists and probably more steals. Whereas yeah. Giannis, every year it seems like he's averaging the most amount of points, most amount of assists, most amount of rebounds, most amount of steals, most amount of blocks like it's just sort of something that happens nowadays. Yeah. No, I agree.
2: Yeah. And I mean, look, uh, I can joke all I want and I want Bron Bron to win his fifth, but yeah, it. I think I think Giannis Antetokounmpo has a more than likely chance of of winning it 3 times in a row. But I think it is contingent on him doing something like special and not saying like out of the ordinary, but, you know, getting that scoring title or, or, or you know, being that all-round player, you know, he, he may even have to top his um, record for player efficiency rating last year and all that kind of stuff. Which, you know, I don't even think is out of this realm for Giannis mm-hmm. in terms of the way that he's been progressing year by year. Yeah. Do you think because Drew Holiday is a better player – than Eric Bledsoe. Do you think anything changes in terms of his productivity? And I'm talking about Giannis here. I think his assists go up
0: because it means he's just got another player that he can pass the ball off to when he drives in. Um, but I still think by adding Drew Holiday, not only it also adds a lot more space for mm. Giannis, which you know, the second you give Giannis an ounce of room, those long, you know. Dr. Gadget legs and arms just going to go from the three-point line to the rim when, without you even knowing. Mm. So it just feels like he's got to do it again.
1: That's one of the best pick-and-roll def- like defensive two I can think of. Yeah, and, it's oh, and Drew Holiday. Like, oh, that's, man. Not, that's that's tough, man. I feel bad for other teams. If you if, the, if you get the Bucks on a night where they're motivated in the regular season, that is not a fun night offensively. No. With those two. Jesus Christ. I don't even know where to start with this one. Later. breaking news kind of breaking news uh tiger wood's son is really good at golf and <laughs> Extra- he's 11 ordinary. years old and is already better than most people probably every single person i've ever seen a person definitely myself he's 11 years old and he got an eagle on national Man. like on international television like oh. come on mate. it's just not fair and he looks, he's got the I mean, swagger as well.
2: He has. Did oh. you see the video of the um, of Charlie and Tiger side by side? Yes.
1: <laughs> Damn.
2: Their little they they literally copy each other. Ch- Charlie has got all his dad's kind of movements and, and all his you Manorisms. know, his little uh, yeah, mannerisms down packed. It's so sick, it's so wholesome yeah. to watch. And he
1: talks shit. Like it's an eleven year old, he talks shit. It oh, is amazing. Man. He was talking he, he wrote a note in Justin in the bunker when Justin Thomas hit it in the bunker talking smack mm-hmm. to him. So when Justin Thomas came up, because obviously Tiger and Charlie are in the group in front, Justin Thomas looks at his ball and Charlie Woods has written, like talking smack to him on a note. That's It's sick. like, oh, he's gosh. 11, man. Like, come on, that's just not fair. There's already a betting market for Charlie Woods to win a major before he turns 25.
2: That's crazy. That's crazy. To think about. About. He's 11. And I mean, looking, did you see that approach shot? I think it was before the eagle that he, um, it, it was, I think he used his drive, but he hit it. I reckon 250 yards, almost 300 yards. But the the thing was, it was straight. Like, yeah. I don't know, Mankin, have you seen, when we play, when we hit the ball, <laughs> oh, she slices.
1: Oh, she doesn't go in a straight line like that. I've never, no, no. I've no idea how a ball does that.
2: If I'm hitting a fairway, it's either one or two holes, either to the left or right.
1: I hit fairways. This is not always the one that we're specifically on at that time.
2: Hey, but the road yeah. less taken.
1: Exactly. But yeah, he hit a five wood two hundred yards, pin high, like right at the pin. And I'm just thinking to myself. And then he steps up, pushes his dad out of the way and says, No, I'll put it in. Nails it.
2: I loved I loved his little fist bump. When yes. he when he did when he did the tiger fist bump. Incredibly. Yeah, that's pretty sick.
1: No, but he's one to watch. He's gonna have so
0: much attention on him while he plays Do golf. Do you know
2: what sucks? I've a girlfriend and he'd probably steal her for me. Like if I
0: Yeah, but that's okay though. Considering, you it's know, you're losing son. out to Tiger Wood's son. Like that's true. You can say tar- then every Maybe time that they're, you know, they're on the news you can go, "Hey, I dated her."
2: That's true. That's true. Tiger Woods' son
0: is getting sloppy seconds from you.
2: That is true. That is true. And, and who it could want want be it's yeah, well I Short ball, back and leg. you can account for this and you can you can uh, you were there when it actually happened. When I believe it was Friday night. We walked into the uh, the driving range and I looked over to the TV that was playing the cricket and I saw Australia, I think, down five for 63 or something like that. We just, another wicket fell and we just spent that, in, uh, my heart dropped and we spent the entire, you know, session at the range just talking about how, you know, India are so underrated. India are, are going to be all over us this series and then the next day... Look at my phone, See, oh, brilliant. You know, one for 17. I'm going to have a quick shower. Let's hope we get maybe one, maybe even two wickers. I get out of the shower, Benjamin, and you would not believe my eyes. I looked at my phone. Oh. Five for 23. Eek. Yeah. From the 15 minutes or 20 minutes in the shower, I do like a little long shower, you know, refresh the, refresh the memory. Make sure you're clean. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's what you're doing. <laughs> ben, I hope you're not inferring... I'm not inferring anything. You continue with your story. Okay. I got out and I saw us five for 23, and we ended up bowling India out, arguably the best test team in the world, for 38. So, this, I throw this question out to you, Zach. First, how happy were you? And and second, is this one of the best bowling attacks ever? Yes.
1: Well, firstly, I think I was like most people, extremely, I was nearly disappointed about how India folded like that, because I thought it was going to be a really good finish. And it's just, it's unbelievable. To be bowled out with 38 is really hard to do. Like, it's (laughs) actually bloody impressive. Um, Is this the best bowling attack ever? I would say, because I've thought about this, it's hard because you look at back like the old West Indies teams, they've got like the Mm. most, they they had like the fear factor. I don't think people fear a bowling attack. It's not scary, but it's probably the most disciplined bowling attack Mm. ever. Not of Stark, course,
2: but... Except Stark. I was going to Except gonna Stark, say. but
1: I mean, when you've got um, Josh Hazelwood, Pat Cummins, and Nathan Lyon, as what I think our best three bowlers are, that is, they are so disciplined, and they just don't give mm. you anything. Like, India batted extremely well in the first innings. 250s was as well as they were going to do, because our bowling attack just doesn't, there's just no periods of getting a break, even no matter how old the ball is, we always just hit the right spots, so no, not the best ever, but I think it shows most disciplined and Josh Hazelwood. What did to get five for three or five overs.
2: Yeah. It was and, something ridiculous. And Pat like was that. four
1: for 22 off 10 or 11. Like you just, it's just unfair. It's not fair. And it makes up for the fact that our batting attack sucks, but it doesn't matter yeah. because our bowling attack's so damn
2: good that it just doesn't no, matter. I mean, I mean, you know, the batting attack showed some, so some all right glimpses in the, in the fourth innings. We which... did it i mean burns he got 50 i know i know it was a really you know it was a it wasn't really deserved but no. oh i saw a fox I, article
1: that had saying oh joe burns turning a corner after his magnificent knock it's like the brother was chasing 68 to win a test match i think that's like it's not <laughs> yeah. impressive like, the pressure was, the pressure was not bad. it is not a turning point for joe burns like come on but yeah,
2: I, I completely agree with you, Mankin. I think, you know, the West Indies attack of the 1980s is is pretty incredible. Even, that. And even the Australian attack in the 2000s with, you know, Shane Warne, Glenn McGrath, Jason Gillespie, uh, Brett Lee. Uh, yeah. There's a couple more, you know, started around. They're pretty impressive. But like you said, this is probably the most disciplined bowling attack ever. I mean, the fact, like you said, it is so hard to get bowled out for 38 because... Of course, sometimes there's going to be nicks or, or, or you know, little they're going to miss hit a shot and it's going to go for four, and that's what happened. So there was literally no room for singles. They didn't, they weren't out there enough, um, for you know, for anything to happen. It was ridiculous. I mean, the fact that Hazelwood, like you said, got five for three. I mean, that stat line just doesn't come around ever. And, and Lyon didn't even get a wicket. And Lions are arguably our best bowler, or one of them. Um, yeah, you exactly. know, and, and the fact that. The fact that you got Pattinson, who's not even in the team and would probably be a you know top top three top four bowler in any other bowling attack in the world, and he can't even get in. I mean, I I think I'd want him over Stark, but oh god, gotcha. This Australian this, this this Australian bowling attack is incredible, and like you said, it does make up for the uh, for the poor batting. How bad? So, it's I mean, so
1: bad, man. Like we I don't mean, have Warner can only bat in Australia.
2: Which right. is fine because we're playing in Australia,
1: but we don't have another opener. We don't have a number five. No. Travis said, "Ain't it?" Like,
2: <sighs> see, I like Travis.
1: Well, doesn't help. Like he averages <laughs> like
2: he averages like
1: thirty, and every time he gets to thirty, he get, he, do, he he cannot convert a start, and that really bugs yeah. me. Number six, Cameron Green. We don't know. Work in progress, but who knows? I hope they
2: drop. I've heard a lot of chat that they're going to drop Matty Wade and keep Green.
1: They better not drop Matthew Wade, otherwise I will storm into. That front office, what are we doing? Matthew Wade has done nothing wrong. All he's done is no. score Ash's hundreds, and then I got asked to open, and like obviously he's going to do it. He's not going to say no. Mm. So I hope he stays. Um, and then Tim Payne isn't a long term option because he can't score hundreds.
2: No, I mean he that was one of the best captain knocks I've seen in a while. That was that was a gritty seventy three. But I mean,
1: but like that's his peak. Like that's that is yeah. that is Mount Everest version of Tim Payne is a seventy three.
2: Which but at good. the same time, how often is Smudge going to get out for one, and Labuschagne not going to be able to convert to at least you know fifty? Yeah,
1: but like this plus. is my this is my problem is we rely on usually just Smith. At least now we kind of have loose bus change to
2: yeah,
1: you know even the load. But you can't rely on those two all the time because the problem is if they don't score runs, no one else will, which is just not no. it's not a long term success unless you have a really good bowling attack, which is what we've done to probably getting close to you know. Probably six years now, basically. Bowling tax good, and we've got Steve Smith. That's pretty much been our yeah. That,
2: that is, uh, and then and then Warner in Australia. And yeah. is there a world where Usman Khawajah comes back into the opening lineup? Because I mean, he's one of the best. Um, he's got one of the best averages as an opener no. ever. No, he's done. He's done. His even done. with the lack of even with the lack of you know talent that we have at the open. I know Pekovsky's no. out for another. Um, Another game, but
1: now nah, they'll go young because they want to try and find the next generation. If when they mm-hmm. if they swap out Burns, so they'll go young.
2: Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I mean, look, uh, next, you know, well, it's it's Adelaide next, isn't it?
1: No, Boxing Day test. We got
2: Boxing Day 26, test. Oh, Twenty six,
1: maybe.
2: Any uh, any predictions for that?
1: Ugh, I don't know. We bat like crap. Steve Smith scores runs, and we bowl well, then we win
2: beautiful all right perfect are we are you going for a four-zero sweep do you think india get a game no, not get with a out test? now.
1: i think it's mm. over i'd say 3-0 <laughs> we'll say rain gets in the way of one of them so i'll say 3-0 from here
2: well look at that we get the trophy back in and, and we've got an absolute incredible bowling attack plus munch which is uh, he's such a cutie. I love smudge. I mean he's he's the weirdest human being in the world, followed closely by um loose bush change, but god damn. We love him. I love that man. You do love him.
1: <sighs>
2: Are we uh anything else? No, I'm good. No, I can <laughs> care. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. All right. Get us out of here.
2: All right, guys, thank you very much for listening to this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Get Pod and like us on Facebook at the Get Around it Podcast. Thanks, guys, and bye.